there on the floor. Are you familiar with that classic mm. kid and play tune? I'm not. <laughs> oh man, you had the, that looking face like, yeah, hmm. Hit him with the classics. Mm. No, I don't know that classic, bro. Nah, not that classic. I've been in a, a uh-huh. <laughs> I've been in a spiral of kid and play videos on YouTube for the last forty minutes. It started out with just interviews. And I was like, oh, let's go look at some of the videos from 1988 to 1991. They did way more videos than I knew Good that ones. they did. It was eight, it was 1988 to 1991. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. Well, they definitely uh, they definitely fit like that era of like not quite too live crew. Not quite Dr. Dre and Snoop, but right before it, Fresh Prince, right? Like, they went on tour with Public Enemy a lot. I never even watched Fresh Prince. Really? Yeah, bro. Huh. See, but like, like, I never really watched, like, sitcoms. Oh, I was about to say, what were you watching, like, Mad About You? But I guess that's not, you weren't watching that either. Never, no, like, like, I think like the only sitcom I watched was like like Full House when I was growing okay. up. Yeah, you never watched Caroline in the City. No. <laughs> <laughs> we must not have got them channels. That's NBC, though. That's definitely one of those like obscure, like thirty-four-year-old brunette with glasses who listens to the shows. Like, oh my god, Juf knows Caroline in the City. <laughs> It was like Will and Grace before Will and Grace. I never watched Caroline in the City, but I did watch Mad About You a little bit back in the day. But then they got that baby, and then the baby. There was a joke in there somewhere. The show went downhill after they had a baby. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so. Yeah, I don't know. I, Man. Sophisticated taste, I guess. What, what, what made you send me that video on uh, Tuesday morning? Like at 6.30 in the morning, dog. Two plums. <laughs> Two plums. I was making love to my wife. Taped down to the I was there. Farmer's market. Two <laughs> plum for one special. <laughs> if I regret, quick click. And I was there. Like I swear, thrusting like, if you away. Wake up in a bad mood. Bruh. If you wake up in a bad mood, just turn, just turn the the bloopers on for Eastbound and Down, <laughs> and like your day is good. I woke up early. I woke up early, and like early as hell. So yeah, I said to be like six thirty in the morning, <laughs> and it was like YouTube just had like a notification, um, or it may be like on social media or something. Like, hey, Will Ferrell bloopers from Eastbound and Down. I'm like, yes, yes, I shall. And goddamn, that shit was better than Folgers. <laughs> Shit, dude! I, I was in that bitch. I seen somebody commented Hacker. on there like, I seen somebody commented on there. I was like, this is like the best free antidepressant you can ever get. <laughs> yep, <laughs> yep. And the funniest part is like what he's saying, but watching Craig Robinson trying to hold it together made it <laughs> so much funnier. If I get a chance, oh. like, don't don't do it, motherfucker. Don't laugh. Don't, don't laugh. Do it, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Oh my god! If y'all get a chance, let's just go search. Uh, go to the YouTube and search uh, Will Ferrell bloopers from Eastbound and Down. Um, oh no! If you got HBO Max, just go watch the whole damn show. Facts, yeah, yeah, factuals, factuals. I gotta, man, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna do this. I gotta call my guy, like, hey, bro, um, I can you shoot me over your HBO Max uh, logins again, please? I had a factory reset my PlayStation. Ah. Uh. Like, I'm still kind of sad. Unplugging it. That's just unplugging it and plugging it back in, isn't it? No, it's way worse. That sucks. I lost everything. Oh, I, Peacock. Dude, and it still didn't even fix. Dude, don't even get me fucking started on Peacock. Don't <laughs> get me fucking started. So, my PlayStation had been acting weird for a while. And then it, uh, I, I turned it on. And it gave me like an error code. And so I Googled the error code and they told me the error code means like the it tried to download a software update, but the software update like cor- got corrupted. So grab a USB, download this update, plug the USB into your joint, and then boop, boop, boop. So I said, word. So I did that. And then I went and did that. It gave me a different error message. CE dash suck my dick, right? So I Google that one and it says, Sorry, dog. You got to factory reset your shit, homie. You about to lose it all, homie. And I'm like, Word. So, so like, so like, if you want to replay games, you got to re download them. They're already paid for, but I got to re download them. So I lost. My all my God of War stuff, my Red Dead Redemption Two stuff. I lost my NBA Two K stuff. I lost my Sims Four stuff. I lost all my apps, dog, dog. And then when I downloaded Peacock to watch the pay per view, Peacock is still fucking up. So I seen seen multiple people. Multiple people were having problems with it. It was. been a tough few. It's been a tough few days, dog. Yeah, bro. Been a tough few days. So I, after I got done crying, I just said, "All right, well, let me download Red Dead Redemption. That's the only game I have now, just to have. I might slow play it and do all the tasks and find all the flowers and get all the pelts." Shit. So yeah, man, I'm hurt. Yeah, I'm hurt. This might be a tough podcast to get through. Hey, man, just the. Take them plums down to the farmer's market, <laughs> two for one. <laughs> Made love to my lady. I was thrusting away. There I was, thrusting away. Turn the thermostat to 85. <laughs> so it was hot. Got real sweaty. <laughs> oh, my God, man. Yeah, that's yeah. Antidepressant for real, bro. How are you, my guy? Oh, man, I'm good, bro. Fucking... Mm-hmm. I've been up too much just working. Yeah, yeah, actually, on Monday or Tuesday when you texted me, I had already been up. Mm. Junior woke me up at 5.30 to go fucking take a shit. Uh-oh. And, like, I thought my eyes were still kind of, like, fucked up from sleep. You know Got what I'm saying? Yeah. His face was all fucked up. He had a bunch of, like, hives and bumps and shit all up on his fucking face. Yeah. You sent me that picture and, of him, like, and I, I didn't quite picture. get it. Like, I saw his face, and then he just seemed like he was just kind of, like, just low on energy. It took me, like, three looks to see that his eyes were, like, 
bugging. Yeah, my fault. Go ahead. Yeah. No, that's all good. Yeah, no, he's fucking, his face was all swolled up, and then, like, started to move down to his front legs. Mm. So, like, I was fucking freaking out about that. Yeah. Um, I didn't I didn't even work on Tuesday. I just Word. called my boss, and I actually, yeah, I just called him, told him what was going on, sent him a picture, and I guess they, uh, I guess they thought I was coming back to work that night. Oh. <laughs> psych! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, psych! Big time psych! <laughs> I mean, I told him, I told him, I told him that the vet was like, uh, yeah, you need to stay with him just to mm. make sure the swelling doesn't get worse. Right, right, right. So, like, so like we did, we got into the vet, and, like, I was surprised we even actually got in, because uh, the guy said he had surgeries all day. Ooh. And then they called me back and said that they'd get me in at 3 o'clock, and I was like, okay, bet. Like, oh, the, the, and the vet I went to is, like, 30 minutes away, because the vet here in town, dog, they've actually killed some dogs on accident. More than one dog. Yes, they gave them the wrong medicine, and it's killed the dog. The fuck, man! White yeah, County like, that's boy, that's your job, bro. Like, <laughs> golly, like so. Like, he's been he's been a whole lot better. I mean, like I gave him, I started giving him medicine yesterday. Uh, started on some Benadryl yesterday morning. That's what the doctor told me to do. Uh, Three Benadryls every twelve hours, mm. and then uh, Presnadone. He's on some Presnadone, and it makes him piss a lot. Like this dude, really? this dude has been like, <laughs> I counted, I, I counted the seconds, dog. This dude pissed for like a good fifty seconds. It's like, holy shit! My man counted the one one thousands. Okay, yeah, because <laughs> yeah. normally he just goes out there and spurts, 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 spurt. goes another spot, spurts, spurts, spurt. Huh. And dog, I didn't realize how much this motherfucker weighed, dude. He opted him on the skills, dude. is 96 fucking pounds. Pure muscles. For sure, baby. <laughs> pure, pure muscles. Oh, man. Well, so he's, he's feeling better, though. He's looking, he's looking in good shape. Yeah, yeah. He's looking yeah. a whole lot better. He's <laughs> feeling better. But I mean, whenever I give him his medicine, like when I give him those Benadryls, I could tell whenever such a hit. He starts yeah. getting super drowsy. Like yeah. I, I just gave him three about an hour ago, and they're starting to kick mm, in. Junya, got got to hide it in some ham. <laughs> Roll it up in some ham and give it to him. That was funny. It should have been, but like, of course, I had to roll up in some hams. Oh damn, man! I'm glad he's uh, I'm glad he's on the road to recovery, dog. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, no, he's doing. Good. Yeah, he's doing better. Uh, yeah, no, it was uh, like I haven't taken the vet in a while, just because like he doesn't like he doesn't get into shit, you know. Like he's not out there, he's not out in the fucking like country, you know, with a bunch of bugs and shit like that. Yeah, but he uh, he did really well. I was, uh, I was pretty proud of him. Yeah, good. He did piss in the office twice. Well, it's only right. He had to make sure he got it the second time. <laughs> He tried going back in the office and shit. Like he was, he was super friendly. <laughs> Everybody loved him. Talking about how handsome he is, even with the pissing. Yeah. 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 I was paying, and the, and the girl was like, "Yeah, your shoe might be wet." And like, what do you mean? Like, oh fuck. Yeah. Uh, nice, 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 nice. Well, for one, I'm sure he's not the first or last to have done it, but like being handsome, being cute, will let will will, will, will earn a lot of forgiveness. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, being cute or in line forgiveness. I know nothing about it, but I've seen it. So, Me no either. doubt. Yeah, I mean, hey. You sure? You sure? 
You sure? I'm just a little bit. I see. I see the fade is faded, man. I see it. I uh, see it, man. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, salute. <laughs> you can't write that, America. Um, I've been uh. Well, first off, I owe an apology. Very very quick apology. Uh, I got on here a couple months back, and I said out loud, and I said with with my whole chest, I said that the uh, baby doesn't add anything to the levitating remix, uh, the Dua Lipa song levitating. Uh, I want to say I was wrong, and I apologize. That shit is a slap, big slap. Your, your, your ears are in tune now. I'm in tune. I played it at a party, and like I would listen to it in the gym a little bit, but I just kind of like the original. But I played it at a party, and just sometimes you got to hear it in the right setting. So, uh, Mister Da Baby, sir, I don't know if you want to go by, you know, Mister Baby, um, Duh, you want me to call you Duh, Mister Duh. Um, if I ever see you, I apologize to you. Just don't harm me. Um, yes. Big slap. See, I know, like, that, like, I know exactly what you're talking about, like, I know there's some shit that I've listened to, like, a couple years ago or something, mm-hmm. like, I don't, like, what are people seeing this shit? <laughs> yep. And now it's like, I'm, like, the biggest fan. What did I not <laughs> see in this shit? Yeah. 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 So, gotta say it out loud. Salute to Mr. Baby, sir. Um, left foot, right foot, levitating. Pop star, do a leap with the baby. Um, no doubt. I've been, uh, dude. I've had a I've had a hell of a few days at work. I will say this. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been dealing with just a bitch of a person, uh, of a client. You know how you can meet people, and just you know who they want to be by the way they talk to you. Um, that's not even a story I want to tell. It's not even like a compelling story. It's just three to four days of just. Just dealing with a yes, yep, yep. Uh, however, the story I will tell is kind of a sequel to a story I told uh, episodes ago back in city I used to live in. So this past weekend, um, Friday, we'll start with Friday, right? And this is the this is the somewhat boring part of it, but I had a show Friday, and I had a shadow with me, young girl, um. And I'm getting ready for the show. I'm changing clothes and my phone's blowing up. As I'm getting ready for a show, I'm getting calls from the head of HR. I'm getting calls from manager in other city I used to live in who runs an office. And uh, I find out what's happening. Basically, I got to help clean up a mess, right? So we're putting together the Rubik's Cube. We're, we're fixing it. We're fixing it. And uh, we fix it. And I'm, you know, cool. Mess, mess, mess all good. But part of fixing it means that after I knock out this show, I have to go back to my office at one in the morning and get one of my DJs ready. So I do that. I go back to my office at one in the morning because he has to drive far and get there early-ish. So I get to the office, I get his shit ready, and I realize, huh, I might have more stuff to do than I thought I did. So I'm doing stuff. And then I'm doing stuff and I'm doing stuff. And it gets to be a certain time of the night, and I'm, I live about a half hour from my office, and I'm like, yo, if I leave and go to sleep, <laughs> this is going to be a problem in the morning. I know you. 
<laughs> yes. My engine keeps going, but when I shut it down, I'm going to get my sleeps. Because I earned it. I earned my sleeps. So I didn't sleep. Then the sun started coming up. I was like, yes. Second wind, right? I'm glad that I didn't go to sleep because at 8, 8.04 in the morning, that shadow, who was with me the night before, young girl, 21. Now, she calls me. She says, hey, I wanted to call you as soon as I could. Um, I've decided that this job just isn't for me. I just... It's just, I don't know, it's just, I I talk to my friends, my family, it's just, it's just not for me. That's the face I was making, that face, which I should have screenshotted that. Um, she had a show that day, and I'm already stretched thin. Dog, it was a high school graduation party, keep that in mind. She wouldn't have had to say anything, she would have just had to just play music. I put her on that show because she fucking sucked at everything else. But, let's get you paid. Let's fill this up, right? So I kind of choked to myself. I got up from home like, well, I guess I got a show. So I'm driving to the show, and keep it's a high school graduation party. I don't really know anything about it. That's all I know. I pull up to this fucking palatial estate. <laughs> Goddamn acres, dog. This is this shit was crazy. I googled a guy later. He's like a he's like a president CEO of like some really well known like transportation company here in the city I live in. And I pull up and I go around back. I ring the doorbell because the album's like, all right, let's just ring the front door. Fucking whatever. They tell me walk around back. Actually, they let me they let me through the crib to get to the back. Psh, psh, psh. Bruh, crazy. So I, I get to the picture. I threw it on my, yeah, I threw it on my, my IG. I didn't put the, the inside of the house, but I went to the back. Gorgeous pool. Gorgeous pool. It's like, also like 91 degrees outside. I'm wearing chinos and a tight V-neck. And now I said, oh, damn it, I got to make a decision. Because if I wear just this at this pool party, now that I know it's a pool party, I'm going to die out here. So... I think to myself, self, you got to go get you some different clothes. Now, luckily, my office is only 10 minutes away from where this house was. So I go to uh, I go to the wife. Um, I look them titties dead in the face. I said, ma'am, my office is about 10 minutes away. You caught it. My office is about 10 minutes away. I'm going to grab some clothes. She's like, cool, because they told me to hold off on setting up because it might rain. Might rain. All right, bet. I did not tell them that I was going to drive 15 minutes away to the Nike outlet so I could buy a tank top and some shorts. And even that was a decision because it's a high school graduation party. I was like, yo, am I really going <laughs> to? Exactly. Am I, am I about to pull a tank top? Am I about to objectify myself? Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. It's a high school graduation party. Her cool is determined by my cool to a large extent. Her social clout is tied to me. So I said, God damn, am I about to objectify myself for these high school seniors in the name of her social clout? 
Absolutely, because there's going to be suburban housewives there too. So, I drive to the Nike outlet. The Nike outlet is closed. I'm like, fuck. The whole outlet joint is open, but that store is closed. I'm like, well, damn, what I'm going to do? I'm not about to buy no Adidas. So, with the pack, son. Wrong with Adidas. <laughs> eh, checks over stripes. That's what I like. That's what we like. Um, So, I went to pack, son. Bought a tank top. Orange and orange and white. Looked like a six-foot chocolate dream soaker. Looked delicious. Bought some shorts. And I drove back to the mansion. And this mansion, as I pull up, it starts to rain as I pull into the driveway. And my guy, it is coming down. Yeah, I seen the video. Coming down. My man bought a ice sculpture with the college logo where his daughter's going. My man, listen, my man put in work. You ever see a grown man exasperated on the verge of tears? I can imagine. The shit is sad. The shit is sad. I'm soaked trying to help him move stuff inside. He's got his lawn care worker that he's worked with for 24 years helping him move stuff inside. So we're sitting in this man's garage and they're like, you know what? Fuck it. DJ, can you set up in the basement? I said, God damn it. Yes, I can set up in the basement. I get to the basement. This guy. Half of the room is a is a shrine to the New York Yankees. He's got six signed Yankee jerseys, like twenty five signed World Series baseballs. The other room, the other side of the room, is a tribute to the New York Giants. Six signed Giants jerseys, mad Super Bowl ball signed. Shit is crazy, my man. Secret compartments. His basement was a crib. Yeah. And as I'm setting up, I'm hearing the graduate, and I believe to be her older brother, say, hey, and they weren't saying this to me, saying to somebody else, hey, uh, help me with the keg. Nice. <laughs> not, in nice. My, not in my brain. Not in my brain. Not in my brain. And I say, oh, yeah, I'm going to grab the white claws, too. I'm sitting here like, yo, what am I fucking a part of, right? What am I? I mean, like, you know what we were doing back in high school around graduation time, you know? However, I (laughs) am the DJ for this shit. It's not like you bought the shit, though. But I'm facilitating the good time. Yeah, boy, this is a good time that anybody can participate in music. Well... Here's where it kind of turns. Because again, social clout tied to me. <sighs> Some of the suburban moms come downstairs. Like three of them, three or four of them. And one of them walks up to me. She points at another mom. She goes, Hey, you see that mom over there? Paraphrasing. She really likes Nelly. <laughs> Can you play some Nelly? Now, what fucking Nelly song you go play at a party? So as the my shit is counting down, I'm 10 seconds from playing hot in her. Five seconds playing hot in her. I'm like, fuck, man, I'm about to play. I'm about to be press play on hot in her for these high school seniors and their moms. 
That first note plays. Boom, boom. High end. Ah, they're screaming. I'm like, fuck. Bro. There were 74 black and gold balloons that I counted. And I know there were 74 because I counted them about four times. Even the ones that are being tossed in the air recklessly as Hot and Hair played. 74 balloons. I'm looking up at the balloons. I'm looking down on my mix board. My yeah. peripherals are telling me that the moms and the daughters are having a ball. And then as the song is playing, the graduate herself comes to me. <sighs> yes. She says, hey, do you have a, can you play Ass by Big Sean? Fuck. If I don't play Ass for these fucking high school seniors, I'm not doing my job. Now, as I'm telling the story, I realized I could have just lied and said I didn't have it. But I didn't think I didn't think ahead. You want a good review? Yeah, and I got it. I damn sure got it. See, like I feel I feel like I feel like this family like has like parties like this on the regs like every weekend. Dude. Like cuz like you know some of the houses that we would party at back in high school and the parents were just like, "Fuck it, whatever, dog." Bro. <laughs> Listeners, go back and listen to the last best of. The last best of, me and Ren talked about escaping white rooms and how there are certain parents who just love to be friends with their kids. I get the idea of wanting to facilitate because you know they're going to do it somewhere, so give them a safe space to do it. But don't be fucked up. Like, don't be the most fucked up person at the place because normally that's how it was. And don't put me in a place where I have to figure out where to look because your high school senior daughter and her friends decide to dance smack dab in front of me in my booth. You give you like a little like like a big old menu fort. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it's called a cloth facade. We sell those. <laughs> a menu fort. <laughs> Uh, but every time I see these things pop up, because I told you about the Sweet 16 party I did, where they were blowing kisses, yeah. telling me they love me. Like, I forget. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this will be a good change of pace. And then I forget that, like, I'm good at my job and I'm fucking cute. So they're going to get close to me and I got to have my, like, fake B2K NSYNC Backstreet Boys moment of being a fucking boy band and trying to facilitate, but, like, not. Um... I got a school dance fucking next month that I got to do. Yeah, you might as well go ahead and get you a little menu for it going on. Big menu for it. <laughs> Big masks. Big masks. Um, Just wear a hat and sunglasses. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And a fat suit. Yeah. Yeah. Big mama's house. You know? So. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> the highs and lows of the job. It sounds like the parents are pretty cool about that party going on. So I can only imagine what they do in their off time. Bruh. <laughs> uh, man. I swear. I like, swear. Like, like, I totally feel like whenever y'all were like in the garage like while it was raining, like 
there was like some dads that like live in the neighborhood that were over there definitely smoking some weed. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure, bro. Um, I'm especially the dude whose house it was. Like I never see, like he cared so much. He put in so much work that like yeah, I was down to do whatever he needed me to do. I was down. Sorry. I was down. So, um, so yeah, nice little light light work story of uh. The second time I was a part of a boy band. Yeah, so. Uh, but yeah, how are you, bro? What's new otherwise? I think, not not shit, really. Um, I've been dealing with the sick boy. Yeah. But, uh... I thought it was hilarious, though, that they all thought I was coming back to work yesterday. Like they, like, cause I got back in town around four thirty, and we opened at four. And I normally go in at three thirty to get a little sauce and shit going. Mm-hmm. And I drove past, I drove past the restaurant, and I was like, "Yeah, see ya tomorrow." Yeah, <laughs> yeah facts. Oh, uh, but your yeah, see, your your bosses are Greek, right? And they're not like they're Italian. They're Italian, okay. So like, they care about their dogs, but like, if your boss was named David or Brad, they would have totally understood. Well, like they don't have, like I don't know if they've ever had any pets. Honestly. That's kind of that's kind of part of my point too. <laughs> like Spiros don't really give a fuck, and everybody up there knows Junior. Yeah, what I mean. true. <laughs> that's something. I'm glad the big boys on the way back, man. How was um Father's Day weekend past, man? How was your Father's Day, dog? Oh, I mean, it was. I was chilling, dude. My dad's been out of town for like two months. Oh shit. <laughs> My dad's been working like for two months out of town down in Louisiana. Ah, uh, so you ain't even you, sh- you shot him a quick little text. Good work, pops. Yeah, I talked to him a couple times on Sunday. Yeah, good work, pops. Yeah, I Love you. Times on Sunday. Yeah, yeah. That's what's up. That's what's up. I can't front, man. Uh, Father's Day. Father's Day was a little emotional for you, guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. I, I was shooting out texts to some of the homies. Um, I didn't make it to everybody. Uh, my apologies to those who I missed. Happy belated Father's Day to those that I missed. I'll tell you why in a bit. But I'm shooting out texts, man. I'm getting some texts back, you know. Thanks, bro. Haha, bro. I hope to tell you that one day myself. And, you know, right, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I get to my cousin. I text my cousin. Um... He goes, uh, you know, thanks. He goes, how you feeling? And, you know, me instantly, I was like, shit, man. Busy season, man. Been getting my ass, cuz. I needed all the sleep. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, my cousin, he wise and shit. He want to be wise. He goes, uh, he goes, actually, I was talking about in reference to this day. And I'm sure there's some kind of, like, philosophical underlying meaning as to why I initially went to work and my uh, semi-obsession with work. But he said that, and you know the notification pops up. As he's saying that, I'm scrolling my social media. I see my my brother. For context, he's my half-brother. He's my brother. Uh, he posts a picture of him and Pop. And I'm scrolling and I see this article of this guy 
who didn't know his father for most of his life because his his pop was like in the military. That was some kind of story. So he only knew his pop for 12 years, but this is his first Father's Day without his pop. And then I see the text, you know, uh, you know, actually I made a reference to this day. And then I'm like, shit. Uh, Father's Day for a long time had always been like just a day. Right? Um, listeners, for context, uh, my father passed on June 25th. Uh, if you're listening to uh, shit, if you listen to, to the podcast, he passed one year ago today. Um, if you listen to when this podcast dropped, June 25th, uh, a couple days after Father's Day last year. And again, you know, we didn't have a bad relationship. We just didn't have one at the time. We hadn't spoken in a while. And so I'm sitting in it and it's coming to me that like, you know, before we hadn't spoken. And now we can't speak. And... Dog, I cried for 25 minutes, dog, because it just, it sank in more, the newfound complications with Father's Day, the first one without Pop, regardless of what our relationship was, right? Um, Yeah, man, so that was... That was tough. I sat in that moment for a minute, man. Well, for for twenty five to thirty minutes, um, and just you know, felt it. It wasn't one of those things that I needed to call anybody like for help. Or I, I told my brothers I love them. You know what I'm saying? I told them I was just feeling new things I hadn't felt before. Um, I thanked my cousin for asking me that question because it made me face some things that I didn't know I needed to face. Um, and I salute to those who. Well, shit, man. For one who has a has some kind of estranged relationship with their fathers, uh, who may have lost their fathers, and so this day means a certain, a certain thing to them. Um, anyone with any complications around these around these Hallmark holidays? Um, yeah, man. And then the rest of the day, you know, how you be in a bad mood and like don't. Shit go right. That's when you catch your belt loop on the door handle and shit. <laughs> yeah, you get tangled up in the blanket. Like I swear. There's this place I like to call for wings. I called him up. Like, yo, make an order for pickup. It was like, I bet. Word, let me put you on hold. I was on hold for like a minute, minute and a half. And all of a sudden, they just hung up on me. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I'm like, hey guys, uh, I call them again. Hey, can I make an order for pickup? They're like, yeah, let me put you on hold. I said, oh, hold on one second. Hold on one second. I just called. You put me on hold, and you hung up on me. I just want to say that out loud. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I just automated. Nah, 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 nah. I'm like, all right, it's cool. I'm just, I'm just saying. So I was on hold for four minutes, and they hung up on me. Oh, oh, do I? I fucking. How you can the fucking complex I live in. So I just ordered Chinese. I was mad. Ordered oh. Chinese. It was one of them days that like 
It just, uh, uh, fuck this shit. Peacock was peacocking. My PlayStation had to reset it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, just one of them days. But, again, salute to, uh, to, to all those rattles complications. Um, now that we salute, and I want to give a quick salute to, uh, your boy, uh, Matt from, uh, the band Wraith. I was, uh, I was manning the, uh, the social mediums one day, and, uh, he sent us some feedback on our last episode entitled Jostled. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, he just sent some message. He said, you know, he, he quoted the story, he said it was so good. And I was like, salute, man. Highly, highly appreciated. He said, hey, man, I love the podcast. It's the blessed, the blessed, the best blend of real life shit and wrestling I've ever heard. He said, that's a, that's a, that's an endorsement. Uh, so, so salute to, to Matt and the entire gang. Um, I, I guess I can't just quite say like my guy yet. Cause that's your guy. I can't say my guy yet. Uh, it might take like a couple more. Yeah, right, right. You know, what I mean, they know me, but you know, still, it might take like a couple more. You know, a couple more conversations. Um, but salute, man. Definitely, definitely, definitely appreciate that. Um, yeah, you man. Never even give me any fucking feedback. Because, <laughs> because you're his guy. Like nobody likes oh, no, their. Like, no, no, he tells me it's tight and shit. Yeah, I was about to say nobody likes their friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially when they piss on the other band member's drum set. That might that might put a strain on. That might put a little strain on it. You know what I'm saying? That's mm. fucking tight, though. I, I I appreciate that too. Yeah, uh, that's fucking that's super tight. No doubt, man. No doubt. I know the listenership is intimate, um, but. You know, it's it's a reason to keep going. Besides just me and you, you know, it's a reason to keep going. Um, don't get me emotional. Uh. Like they they've definitely asked me like they've definitely asked me about like you and me like how long we've known each other and mm-hmm. shit like that like yeah. just like how cool it is like how different we are like how tight we are. You know, there's some things that just. No need to stop and sit and make sense of it. Nope. You know? On that note. Uh-oh. I was going to say, get rolling. You fucking missed it, dog. <laughs> well, nobody bats a thousand. <laughs> Go I'm, check I'm, out. I'm feeling, I'm feeling it deep down in my plums. <laughs> That might be the title. Deep down in my plums. Uh, Two plump one special. <laughs> Let the boy watch. <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> the way I learned. Oh my the god. The way I learned. <laughs> the way I learned when I was a boy. Oh, I'm sweating now. Just like he was. Oh, shit. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank y'all for pressing play on episode 119 of the Hard Camera. T-H-C-C-X-I-X. And I am your guy, <clears throat> your guy, Juve, J-U-V, just under your visual. I'm sitting here with my tag team partner, as always, 
Big Ren, the legendary, and together we are America's most wanted. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social medias, my guy. Hell yeah. You motherfuckers can find me on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at a motherfucker, a underscore m a a f h u c k a. You can also find me on Snapchat at moffed up three sixteen m a a f f h h d u p three one six. Check it out, y'all. No doubt, hit me on Twitter and the instant grams at Juvie Desa. You know. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check out the show page. Me and Big Run on the show page on Twitter and the instant grams at The Hard Camera. Who would have thunk it? Uh, live coverage, live witticisms, live whatnot, here to forth, etc. and things of that nature. But above all else, you're listening to us on a variety of different platforms. Some are listening on Spotify. Some are listening on Anchor. Some are listening on Google Podcasts. Some are listening on Breaker. Some are even listening on Radio Public. You know, I always shout it out, you know, like Australia, New Zealand. Well, I looked at our analytics recently. I got to give a shout out to Uruguay and Canada and Brazil and Germany and the United Kingdom. I know them Germany dudes. No doubt. Heartwarming content, heart-building content, content that's got the juiciest set of plums you ever did taste. Two plum for one special. Yeah, I mean, content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. Big Ren, we had WWE Hell in a Cell 2021. Before we get into what we thought of the show, we got to talk about how we did as far as our predictions go. Now, because they changed the stipulation... After we recorded, they made Bailey versus Bianca Belair a Hell in a Cell match. We threw it out completely. Now, we would have thrown it out anyway. Even if we didn't both choose Bailey by DQ, we would have thrown it out anyway. Because it's a whole new match. So we didn't count that match in our predictions. But of the four matches that were announced, that were left over, me and Big Ren went three of four. Both of us went three of four. Big Ren is now sitting at 15 of 24 for 62.5%. You got Drew is sitting at 19 of 24, 79.16%. We got a long way to go, my guy. Long way to go. But uh, we're getting in the full swing of this. Um, I can't help but think, we're going to get into what we thought, but I can't help but think, because we mentioned it last week, that the other women's title match could end in DQ or count out. I can't help but think that that finish... May have been affected by the new stipulations, but who am I to speculate? Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, whatever. What'd you think of the show overall, my guy? It wasn't bad. It wasn't offensive or nothing, you know. It was good. It was a good heavy-hitting show. Yeah. There's a couple things I didn't like about it. Ooh, we're going to get into that. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But basically, kind of what we thought it would be, right? Gonna be, yeah. it's it. We we've gotten to the point to where like nobody is putting out a bad pay per view. No, like I think this was probably the worst pay per view they've put out so far. Think so? Okay. But it's it's not. It wasn't terrible. But okay. I mean, if you had to rank it from best to worst, I think this is the worst one they put out so far. I gotcha. And I mean, listen, that's saying a lot. Something has to be the worst just because that's how numbers work. But being the worst doesn't mean you did bad. Yeah, exactly. You know, 
So yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm with that. I'd have to I'd kind of have to lay out a list and kind of see how they all look. But yeah, this was a yeah, serviceable show. This is an era where you can't afford to put out bad shows. Like you can't put out a Hell in Cell 2018 with the Fiend. Like it's not gonna rock. No, fuck no. That ain't gonna rock. They could have um, done that now. They could have done that this year without having a crowd there. Shit, no, nah, that, that internet crowd wasn't gonna have no goddamn sledgehammers smacking the fiend. And you gotta live with that. Nope. Can't. <laughs> I hear that, man. Let's go. Um, let's go with this. What was your uh, What was your match of the night? And I want to include this too. Um, my fault for for cutting you off. Let's okay. Let's include this because. Actually, no, because we're going to get to it. I was going to talk about the Roman Reigns and Rey Mysterio match and including that because that counts in the predictions. We'll get in that. Um, so, as far as your match of the night goes, consider that too. What was your match of the night? Uh, Bianca, Barrel, yeah, Bianca Belair and uh, Bailey. Triple B's. Me too, actually. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it was Everything about it was good. Uh, I mean, I actually have a buddy that I was just talking to recently mm. that he was saying that he was pretty pissed with Bianca Belair because she, he thought that she wasn't selling enough. Really? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I might have to like, go back then, yeah. Like, she pulled her arm away from the ref. Like, she was acting like it was her. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. He was saying that he just thought that she wasn't selling at all. Really? Okay. But I, I didn't catch that. Good. Yeah. I thought it was really good. I thought the finish was great. Dude, yeah, yeah. For a match that I don't really think needed to be, and actually, you know what? This is probably my second best match of the night because I didn't write down all the other matches that got announced. One of the unannounced matches was actually my match of the night. But um, for a few that I don't think deserve the sell, they made good use of it. Yeah. They made definitely. real good use of it. Um, and they're making really good use of establishing Bianca Belair as a fighting, resilient champion. Uh, yep, absolutely. Absolutely. That KOD on the ladder. Fire. That's how you end. <laughs> that's how you end the match right there. You know. No kicking out of that. Nah, it ain't. It ain't. Um, I really liked. I hope it doesn't become a crutch. I really hope it doesn't become a crutch. But I liked how they used her hair. Yeah. I really liked how they used her hair. Um. It was creative on the surface level of, I mean, she tied her hair to the rope, and then she used, and then it backfired against her. She used it to trip Bailey. I thought that was, I thought that was cool. Um, culminating up to Bianca using her hair to tie Bailey to her, to where she can't get away. I thought that was tight. I thought it yeah, was tight. That was good. Um, lending more credence to the idea that maybe we're gonna get a hair versus hair match, maybe. Maybe well, I mean, they, they. I mean, they're gonna like. Yeah, no. I mean, I. It'll, I. I think it will happen. But. You know, before it went into the cell, before it went to the cell, because I just said it out loud, and I'm not sure that I believe myself. Because like before it went to the cell, I was like, okay, yeah, hair versus hair match eventually. Because we both called Bailey by DQ, right, or count out. Uh, but Bianca retailing somehow. Um, but that was such a definitive definitive way to win oh yeah a kod to the ladder that's so definitive um so maybe bailey takes a month off and we get it at SummerSlam. 
maybe she doesn't take time off and we get it at money in the bank or maybe it's just over with I don't know I mean they're, the women's roster is kind of slim over there everywhere they could, keep, they, could, they could keep this going you know and I wouldn't be mad at it if they could find a new a new layer to the story to tell yeah I'm with it I mean fuck dude they were, they were feeding us Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley since fucking April since before April yeah 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 so so I hear that um, outside of, well, I won't even say. Let's say this is over. What does Bianca do next? Uh, I've got no idea. I don't either. Um, <laughs> we got Money in the Bank coming up next month. There's 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 one name that I can think of, but you got to save it for SummerSlam. And even then. It don't necessarily mean this name takes on Bianca Belair. Sasha. I didn't think of that. But that could be a dope rematch. Yeah. That could be a dope rematch. I was actually thinking Becky Lynch. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she's been, she's been back at the PC. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know what Becky does. Maybe we see Becky and Bailey. Um... Who else is on SmackDown? God, we got Becky. Or I mean, I'm guessing. I'm guessing she'll be on SmackDown. I'm, I think she'll go on SmackDown. But, she was on SmackDown before yeah. before the pregnancy, and also SmackDown's the A show. There's certain names you just want on yeah. SmackDown, uh, and I think they want the man yeah. on SmackDown. Um, who else is on SmackDown? Why am I blanking out? God. Natalia and Mina. Tag champs, yeah. Uh, Naomi. Raw. Uh, She's on Raw. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Uh, shit, dog. Yeah. Now, I know they got the draft. <laughs> um, we haven't seen, uh, we haven't seen Carmella in a while. No, we haven't. We haven't seen Carmella in a while. Um, damn, it's slim. It's slim, dog. Big time slim. I'm not sure where she goes next. It might be <laughs> might be Bailey by default. They got rid of uh what well, is Liv Morgan? Well, yeah, e, e. Uh yeah, Liv Morgan. Um Yeah, it's slim over there. It's real slim. So we got the draft coming. Uh, we got the draft coming up after SummerSlam, so we'll do some shaking up. But that's still two months away. So, um, my match of the night was uh, an unannounced match: Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. I really, really, I man, I really, really liked it. I I had a slight issue with the finish. A very, very slight with the finish. Now, when the match was announced, I I chose Seth Rollins via our, our you know, our IG. Um, kind of via the way that he won. In the sense that the story was, you know, he just can't get one over on Cesaro. He just can't. Cesaro, even in the match itself, he tried to cheap shot and it didn't, it didn't start out well for him. The only issue I had with the finish and with the match. So, Cesaro, he's got... Seth Rollins on the mat, 
And he stomps his right arm. Stomps it like three or four times. And then Seth Rollins gets the small package and is cradling Cesaro's leg with the same right arm that got stomped four times. Now, yeah, in the replay, you can see he had a grip with his left hand. He was gripping his hands together, but no. <laughs> right? The power, just listen, the power of Cesaro, but the, the power of somebody's leg compared to someone's slightly busted arm. A little bit of a logic gap there, but otherwise, give me more. Feed me more, dog. No right back. Oh, yeah. I can, I can watch those dudes fight forever. Mm-hmm. I want two out of three falls. Oh, that'd be perfect. I want two yep. out of three falls. You have to do that at SummerSlam. Yep. I want it at SummerSlam. Um, if they can stretch the feud this far, maybe they cost each other money in the bank. Maybe they're both in money in the bank. They cost each other money in the bank. But I did see, and I hate to be like, ooh, I saw a rumor. Hate to be that guy. But I got to acknowledge this because this would be dope. Did you see? In the streets, what the rumored match for Seth Rollins might be at SummerSlam. I did. I'm pretty excited for that. If it's true, you think you know you me? Think you, you think know you know me? Know me? <laughs> <laughs> My guy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Listen, I know Edge was playing, you know, the heelish, uh, demented, devilish role, but. Once they get back in front of fans, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah, like, and I can I can add to something that I've also heard too about that is that whenever he does come back, he'll be a face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because so. Seth Rollins, you can't do the double turn that fast. But this would be interesting. Oh yeah. I would really like to see this match. Um, Curb stomped. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you remember the last time that they interacted was. Six years ago, six seven years ago, after the authority got uh, the authority got fired, losing at Survivor Series 2014, which me and Ren were a part of, and saw Sting and lost our voice and acted like Marks because we're Marks. <laughs> we're all just Marks. Um, embrace it. It's it's love. It's a loving term. Uh, where he threatened to curb stomp Edge if John Cena didn't reinstate the authority, and then John Cena reinstated the authority. And then he got curb stomped anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get curb stomped. Gotta get curb stomped. (laughs) So, the evolution of Seth Rollins since then, Edge, you know, being Edge. Yeah, no, give me that. I'm with that. Yeah. I'm with all of that. So, no doubt, man. I mean, mean, fuck, dude. Like, well, that just made me think if Cesaro is in the Money in the Bank match, give him the fucking briefcase. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. They have to blow this feud off, though. I don't think this this feud isn't done. So they no. either blow it off at Money in the Bank or they blow it off on like a random SmackDown before Money in the Bank. Which I'd rather I'd rather them get the pay per view look, but I wouldn't mind seeing Cesaro in the Money in the Bank ladder match, especially in front of fans. Especially in front of fans. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Let's go to this match, too. Another match that was unannounced. Um, Kevin Owens taking on Sami Zayn, and Sami Zayn taking the victory. Uh, talk, talk to me about that one. Yeah. Banger, dude. And, like, 
I was actually watching like I was watching like a, a like a review of the uh, whole Hell in a Cell pay per view just just before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, what culture? You ever seen that dude? Yep. The English dude. Yeah, he's yep, pretty yep. good. He's pretty good about this shit. But he brought up a lot of good points about it, uh, how WWE they just bring these stipulations in hmm. and just and and it just. And they'll fuck off with the stipulations whenever it's best for them to fuck them off. Like Uh-oh. these two are never supposed to fight again. From Battleground 2016, yeah, 2015, 16, yeah. And he said, and he even said he was like, "Now you can blame me too because I I want to watch these motherfuckers fight every day." Listen, <laughs> I mean, if there's any two people that define the words "fight forever" and I'm okay with it. It is Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Yes, yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. Go ahead. And like, yeah, dude, like that was just a banger all the way through. And they were they were playing on Kevin Owens' throat, you yeah. know, getting fucked up. And that's how they started the motherfucker. I and mean, very yeah. shortly after the match, they started with that shit. Mm-hmm. And then he fucked up his arm. Yeah, he went for he went for the the stunner in the ring didn't work and then he got the stunner outside or no he got he went for the stunner outside of the ring it didn't work and got the stunner inside the ring mm-hmm. yeah dude, what those motherfuckers fight forever dude that's forever. that was my second match of the night yeah yeah that was yeah that was really fun that was a really just again just forever heel face dynamics be damned i don't care let them yeah. fight forever there was something about i mean it fits the Sami Zayn character in the sense that, like, Kevin Owens was already hurt going into it. So, the underlying factor was how effective Commander Aziz was with the Nigerian nail days before. Um, so, not that it wasn't clean. It definitely was clean. But it was like, okay, pre-existing injury, right? And then, the the arm injury, which, you know... It's getting a little scratchy. Where you going to, dog? Where you going to, dog? Just getting some. Had to refill. Some tums. Some tums. Yes, tum to tum tum tums. Um, but yeah, then the left the left arm injury, which you know he he was he able to capitalize on. So character wise, it fits for Sami Zayn, and it fits for you know the heel getting the victory because um, naturally baby faces are just better than heels. So of course, there has to be some kind of reasoning there. Um, but yeah, give me more. Give me more of this. I'm I'm yeah. down. Yeah, no, they they every time those two dudes get in the ring, even if it's not them fighting, I'm just a big fan of both of those dudes. Yeah, and man. I mean, good Christian I mean, boys, you know. Good Christian. <laughs> <laughs> good that Christian boys. Promo, holy shit! Along with the uh, oh, are we counting down three, two, one? Point five, point two. It'll get there. I don't need to count down to Peacock. That's kind of crazy. That's kind of crazy. It's going. I, is it going? Been going. Okay. It's not in the microphone. It's not. It's actually not as loud in the microphone as it usually is. Maybe it's the S twenty one. Um, might be the S twenty one. True enough. Uh, it is. It is Peacock thirty. Um, yes. Uh, yo, this is like the first time Sami Zayn's won at a pay per view in a long time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, long time. He's one of the rare characters who, like, the losses enhance his character. Oh, yeah. And he can still be effective in all aspects. Yeah. He's he's good. He's good everywhere. 
Um, I was going to say, ladies and gentlemen, we already mentioned, you know, Googling, <laughs> uh, YouTubing the Will Ferrell Eastbound and Down bloopers. Uh, Big Ren sent me a video of a uh, a long forgotten Kevin Owens promo. It's Kevin Owens, Adam Cole, and the Young Bucks. Um, where? Looks like somebody's kitchen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some some staff kitchen in some bullshit bingo hall. Um. Yeah. Where? Let's just say Kevin Owens. Uh. <laughs> Describes the Young Bucks as just good Christian boys and describing some of the things that they won't do and that he won't do either, but that they won't do. Uh, specifically, to Adam Cole. Take I your time. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm a piece of shit too. Um, let's push forward, man. Um, let's talk about this because they moved this match to SmackDown. I got to say, man, WWE, this is a prime example. This is a prime example that money might make it easier to have two girlfriends, but it will not stop the girlfriends from being jealous when you give one of them a gift and not the other one. Big time. Big time. Roman Reigns defeated Rey Mysterio in a Hell in a Cell match. What'd you think of the match? Commercials killed it for me, dog. Mm. Like, it, it, I didn't really like the match, honestly. No? Like, there's no finishers. It's getting a little scratchy. It's getting a little scratchy. Better. Try now. Better, better. Yep, there you go. There was no finishers. Mm-hmm. It was a quick finish. It was it was a tap out, which is something we don't ever see Roman Reigns get. Which I, I I'm not mad at the tap out because mm-hmm. it just adds something else to his arsenal. But like it just didn't it just didn't hit for me. Yeah, well he's been working that guillotine for a while, but he hasn't been working that variation of the guillotine. And so the quick tap out for me was a way of saying, yeah, Roman's been beating my ass. But also, this guillotine is super effective. Hence, him doing it a second time and tapping him out a second time. Kind of establishing the new guillotine. He was doing the regular front face guillotine, but then he kind of, you know, tweaked it a little bit. Add a little angle to it. Makes it look a little different. Look more effective. Look a little different. Um, I say this with, uh, I watched it. When did I watch it? I watched it actually before Hell in a Cell, I believe, on Sunday. Um, but I had the benefit of watching it with no commercial breaks. I So I totally get it that the commercials made it that much harder to watch. Um, the match itself for me, I actually thought it was okay. I, I liked maybe it. Maybe if I've seen it without the commercial breaks. Yeah. Because it, it just takes it out of you. It does. It does. Such an important match um, on paper. Yeah, yeah. it does. Um, I like the story they told. Because, I mean, you look at the two, fit the, physicality-wise. Like, Rum was like, listen, Ray, you sure you want to do this? Like, you sure? Yeah. You sure? Ray was fucking him up in the beginning. Yeah. Yep. Yep. He, he, he lured him outside, grabbed that chair, 
Got to work. Got to work on them ribs. He used every weapon he could find. A toolbox. Lured him yeah. into a lured him into running himself through a table into the side of the cage. Um until he tried some of them hippity dippity flippity doos. Nah, not on the tribal chief. Not the not the head of the I'm table. The I said that. Not the head of my table. And uh Roman Reigns started going to work, man. Um Kind of a foregone conclusion. We knew where this was going. Roman Reigns was going to win. Um, what do you think of this, though? It seems that the family is together, dog. Seems like it, but like I don't know, dude. Like I was honestly waiting on Jimmy to try to super kick Reigns at the end. He just really? looked that way. Yeah, he just looked like he was just wanting to. The underlying, we've talked about this before, the underlying theme of everything going on with them is that they may not agree with Roman Reigns, but they agree with the family. Yeah. And they're not going to let nobody else out here fuck up the family. Now, Roman Reigns, clearly, you can see in his eyes, he's got some manipulative tendencies going on. But Jimmy and Jay are huge baby faces here in the sense that it's about the family. Yeah. It's all for the family. I assume we'll see Jay next week on SmackDown. Um, Jay caught in the middle of Roman and Jimmy's shit. And then Jimmy, you know, listen, dog, I'm with you. I'm with you. You was right. You was right. Oos. Is what you wanted, Oos? Right, Oos. You was right, Oos. Um, came out there, acknowledged the tribal chief, and is sitting at the table now. So, I'm with it. (laughs) Tell me more. This is the best story going on right now. It's a level of storytelling that we just don't see anymore. They just haven't done this in a while, something like this. Um, Give me more. Um, I assume we're going to see an Usos tag team title reign. Oh yeah, Got coming it. soon. Um, if only for the sheer fact that the Mysterios have the titles, and I assume the Mysterios aren't happy with what, uh, you know, Roman Reigns has been doing to their family. I like the low key. Like, go ahead, go ahead. No, like I want this to happen at Money in the Bank. Yeah, but like, I'm just worried about. I mean, they've got plenty of time to work, mm-hmm. you know, but. Jimmy and Jay, dude, those dudes are fucking monsters. They're fucking, they're almost perfect at what they do. Yeah. You know, and Dominic being so new, and, I mean, not taking anything away from, anything away from Ray from what mm-hmm. he can do either, but, like, they better be ready for this match. They better be ready to put on a fucking show. Bruh. I could see them at the PC putting in some work for SummerSlam. Uh um, Giving time for Dominic to, you know, quote-unquote storyline heal up from getting launched by Roman Reigns. Yeah. Giving Rey Mysterio some time to heal up from getting launched and choked out by Roman Reigns. Fucked all up. You know what I'm saying? I like the low-key subtext of, within this feud, that like, no, we are the chief family over the Mysterios. Put any family in front of us. This family is getting any other family up out of here. Yeah. Up out of here. So, let them eventually get the gold. 
maybe we maybe they get to go sooner and we see a four way at SummerSlam to fit guys on the card. The whole tag division, Usos, uh, Mysterio, Street Profits, Alpha Academy, while Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode watch from catering. Like the the whole game could honestly change when they get fans back, bruh. Yeah, like. <laughs> less than a month away. Yeah, less than a month away. So, what do you think about these John Cena rumors? Uh, that he's going to be coming back? That not only will he be coming back, but that the plan may be John Cena, Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. I think it's good. I think it'll be good. Big intrigue. Yeah, I'm with it. Big and, I mean, intrigue. Honestly, honestly, I mean, they need it right now. They need it more than ever. And that's not a match you can easily call. It's not so easy on paper either. No, and and they could do this, and they could, I mean, if they give it time, they could build this motherfucker up right. Like, because, dog, I actually watched Raw this week, Mm -hmm. and it wasn't bad. Like, they jumped straight to fucking Money in the Bank. Yeah. Like, get shit set up for Money in the Bank, and, dude, it wasn't bad at all. That seems to be the consensus, that, like, the Money in the Bank qualifying matches were, like, kind of the anchor of it all, and that kind of made it flow a little easier. Things just meant a little more. Yeah, big time, dude. Yeah. I mean, fucking Ricochet beat AJ Styles. Right. Riddle beat fucking Drew McIntyre. I heard that was a slapper, too. Was that it good? It was, dude. Yeah, yeah. okay. Riddle low-key uh, been putting in work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember who beat... Uh, fucking John Morrison beat Randy Orton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was yeah. kind of like a distraction. Right. Sowing some seeds in, uh, in RK Bro. I mean, fuck, dude, give give us fucking uh, Randy Orton and fucking Matt Riddle at SummerSlam. Fire. Yep. I do. Totally. Totally. Riddle totally. maybe no. doesn't. Totally, dude. <laughs> um, Riddle may not win Money in the Bank, but we know our we, we know Randy Orton's a bastard. <laughs> Orton, Orton well, I mean, yeah, I'll, I'll save that for the next show. Yeah. Okay. He cliffhangers. I just got. I just got a couple ideas myself. So yeah, we can. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out. It includes a tag team title match, but we'll see how that plays out. Um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm down, man. Give me anything. Anything tribal chief. Anything Usos. When when the Usos first turned heel, and dope. Keep in mind, like that was almost five years ago that yeah. they ditched the face paint. They I really was. Started hitting them. They really started hitting the streets, Bruh. I was like, uh oh, you moving? Scratchy, scratchy. There we go. I was like, uh, dog. I don't know if this is gonna work. Work big time. Big time. <laughs> big time. Oops. Yeah. So get get. Yeah, I'm with it. I'm with it. Let's go from one uh, Hell in a Cell match. Dude, we Deadass had four Hell in a Cell matches in three days. Yeah, uncalled for. Like they could have had all those. Like I've been saying this shit for a long time. Like Hell in a Cell pay per view, TLC pay per view, Extreme Rules pay per view. Now I need they it. need to all. They need to have more than two fucking Extreme Rules matches. Two more than two Hell in a Cell matches. Go back to real pay per view names. Yeah. Fully loaded. No way out. Bring back. Fucking great balls of fire if you need to. That was trash. 
but bring it back if you need to. But these themed pay-per-views, TLC, like we come from an era where these things were necessary and not just because that was the name of the pay-per-view. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, but um, yeah, man, the main event of Hell in a Cell itself, Bobby Lashley, the big man, my man, Bobby Lashley defeats Drew McIntyre. Talk to me, man. How'd you, how'd you, uh, what'd you think of that match? Man, those two motherfuckers beat the hell out of each other, didn't they? I saw some hell on the, on the, on the mat. I did. Couldn't tell who's hell. It just all mixed together. Yeah. Drew definitely got the worst of that shit. I saw his back. But, uh, yeah, no, those I two, saw that those piece two. of skin hanging off of, uh, not hanging off, but, you know, that abrasion on Bobby Lashley's shoulder. The white meat. Beat that boy white to the white meat. meat. White meat. <laughs> <Bernie. laughs> Damn. Man, I miss that dude. Mm. Oh, man. Go ahead, though. <laughs> nah, but dude, yeah, I mean, this was this was everything we expected it to be. Um, I didn't really like the ending, though. Me neither. That was, it should have been a definitive win. You know? And, I mean, there was a lot of close calls. Yeah. There was, I mean, there was a little bit of me thinking, it's like, oh, fuck, Drew's going to win this. You know? For everything that they put each other through and the stakes involved... I'll I'll say this first. Commentary did a great job of explaining how Drew was his own biggest enemy in this match. Because when the ref bump happened, Drew demanded that the referee get in the ring, which opened up the cell for MVP to get in. But, no. I haven't seen seen somebody calling... Like they even said, like I was watching that review. It's like the most devastating move in WWE is the fucking roll up. The roll up, <laughs> yeah. For everything they put each other through, damn that roll up, dude. I didn't like it either. There is no shame. Drew McIntyre is not. Listen, any steam that Drew McIntyre lost was in the bookings of getting to this point. Yeah, hundred percent. It's not the losing of the match. It's the just not being a babyface worth cheering. You know who the biggest babyface is on Raw? No. Bobby Lashley. I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure. (laughs) It's Bobby Lashley, the fighting champion who comes out styling and profiling every week with five to six gorgeous ladies on his arms. Who is not running from any challenge? No, and is down for the is down for the smoke. That is not a guy that you boo. No, it's not. You know and, what I'm I, and it's so weird. Like and so weird. Like they try to make it like that, but it's he's just doing what he's fucking supposed to do. Bobby Lashley does not need any bullshit finishes. Drew McIntyre, especially if he's gonna be out of the main event scene anyway, like. He could have just taken the loss. It's the sell. Yeah. It's the sell. That's what it's for. Take the L. He lost Roll clean. Up. He lost clean to Matt Riddle, didn't he? Yeah. You can lose clean to Matt Riddle, 
but not to your WWE champion. Oh, I mean, and they and they were they were they were building up like, oh yeah, all the all the hell Drew went through the night before. It's bullshit. Stupid. Yeah, no, I yeah. agree hundred percent. That's oh. that's crazy to me. They put each other through so much to have it in that way. I didn't. I didn't like it. Drew McIntyre is a decade plus veteran, hearkening back to when he lost at WrestleMania. The way he lost at WrestleMania, he knows MVP is out there. My man lost to the hey. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> MVP said, "Hey, dog." And a decade-plus veteran was like, huh? Oh, my bad. Thought you were talking to me. Like, come on, man. Yeah, like... I feel bad for him, honestly. I think he gets moved at the, after the draft. He ought to, but I mean... I mean... Not to the A-show, but like, where else he's going to go, you know? I mean, he got to go to the A-show. They ain't giving him back to NXT. That boy weighed 206. He just missed it. I'm always so worried about these fucking drafts. I feel you. I I feel you. I don't know, man. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But, yeah, no, I I completely feel you. I didn't didn't like that finish either. Um, They they deserved a much more definitive ending because nobody would be hurt by that. It's a Hell in a Cell match between two big-ass bulls. I've been going at it for almost six months. Somebody got to lose. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, Alexa Bliss defeats Shayna Baszler. (laughs) We knew who was going to win this one. We did. I'm fine with her winning, but I'm just so over this fucking, this goddamn mind control shit. Nia Jax slapped a shit out of Reginald, didn't you? Yeah, boy, she could have done way more worse than that shit. Yeah. Like, you controlling this motherfucker's mind. Like, <laughs> leave. Yeah. Got my control. Got like, my control on. over Debo. <laughs> She'd be like, shut the fuck up. I'll be quiet. <laughs> but when he leave, talking. I'll be talking again. Damn, man. You know who who I realized, at least in this feud, who Shayna Baszler was in this feud? That? She was Spinelli before she linked up with the Recess Gang. 100%. Like, she was on the street just being a bully and on all the, she was just bullying all the playground kids. And she finally met her match. And then she went to, like, hang out with, what's his name, TJ? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. TJ and the Recess Gang, but she's still like tough. But we know she ain't that tough. But she got to play tough. And then I was watching the match. I was like, "Yo, wouldn't it be like kind of dope if Alexa Bliss started like her own Recess Gang?" She already kind of had it with all her puppets and stupid shit. With like people though. Yeah, no. Yeah, there's nobody on the roster. (laughs) Well, but here's here's where it could differ though, right? Because I thought that too. I was like, well, what other women would be in it? It doesn't have to be just women. True. Which would definitely kind of spice things up a little bit. Indeed. 
Indeed. Because my thought was like, okay, yeah, the recess gang. But also, to dig in a little deeper, her feud, or not her feud, her, her current character started as an iteration building off of Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Who initially had the Wyatt family. What, what is Alexa Bliss going to pick up the fucking rejects from goddamn fucking uh, uh, Retribution? <laughs> She'll pick up T-Bar Mason Bo Dallas probably. What <laughs> else is gone, bro? She'll bring him back. <laughs> Fuck it. Bo Dallas. Yeah. You know that's that... Bray's brother, right? Yeah, I know. That's why I said it. <laughs> Come on, man. You know I'm with it. You know I'm hip. <laughs> you know I'm in there. I was watching kid and play oh, videos. Like, like, yeah, no, Alexa Bliss will pick up T Bar Mace, Mia Yim. That- fuck, did he even throw Keith Lee up in there? Because fuck it, like he hasn't done Why shit. Why not? Right? You, you need a bi- you need a big fat dude in the group. You know, hey. you always need a big dude. <laughs> True enough. Ooh, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to think of who this group was. List. What was the big dude's name in recess? I forgot his name. But sounds I know, like Marty or something. That that just sounds like yeah, that sounds right. If it wasn't, it is now. Um I'm trying to think of who'd be in that crew, right? So Shayna Baszler. Yeah, I just named it. <laughs> well, you know I think it would be a good person in that crew? Damian Priest. Yeah. I wouldn't mind that. He's got this little weirdness thing about him he's a little rock he's a rock star so, i mean he can kind of sit on his own as a rock star but he's a rocker foo yeah, foo <laughs> he you know you know he says foo all the time too foo i got a pair of dicky shorts that i wore with some uh some high socks one day i had to i had to shorten them socks because i was i was i was ching way foo all day he's, he's- He's down as foo. <laughs> Man, I, I swear. <laughs> I was looking dece. <laughs> Straight up, man. So, I'm a... Uh, on the scene, Jelly Bean. <laughs> <laughs> I swear no more locked doors. I swear, dog. Yo. Ah, shit, man. Um, Yeah, I wouldn't mind. A little recess crew on the playground. Huh. Take it. Take this idea. I'm down. Um, before I get into this last match, were the, what, what were the were there any other unannounced matches? Or was it just the two? Cesaro yeah, and Cesaro said, "Okay." Um, Zero re- tag team matches. Like what the fuck? Yeah. Well, shit. Street profits are hurt. The dirty dogs aren't dirty right now. Um, Fucking War Raiders just came back. Yeah, I think they're gonna have that. When are they gonna have that match? I'm guessing that'll be Money in the Bank. I don't know. Just have it there. They gotta have AJ Styles on that fucking card. That's so sloppy. If they have a tag team match coming up, but they gave AJ Styles a chance at Money in the Bank. No, I no, I, he got beat. I know, but the fact that he even yeah. had a chance doesn't make sense. No. You know what I'm saying? I know. I agree 100%. Where's Humberto Carrillo you need? Where's Angel Garza? Like, whatever. I get they wanted to reheat Ricochet a little bit, but, like, where's Cedric? Where's Shelton Benjamin? I seen Jinder Mahal out there, Matt. He had one match after he came back. Yeah. Yeah. We ain't seen him since. (laughs) Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, Let's wrap it up this way, though. Rhea Ripley... 
uh, retains the title via losing via disqualification. Charlotte wins by DQ. What do you think of that match? It was okay, but that fucking ending was so goddamn stupid. You think so? Why say? Oh, I hated that ending, dude. Like we've seen people go through tables. Like we've seen people go through the announce tables, and they keep the fucking match going. Yeah. What well, is the difference and, like, though? I hear you go. Ahead, go yeah, ahead. Like, and like who was like and honestly like who's the heel and who's the face in this motherfucker? That is what that finish helped me realize. Because I thought that like. Rhea Ripley was kind of like default babyface. Yeah. Apparently, this match was just two heels fighting it out. I thought I thought Rhea was the babyface too, and no, no, apparently not. No, two heels fighting it out. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this shit is. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, the match was cool. Uh, the match was cool. Uh. Um, and the shit at the end. You, I was just doing what you would have done to me. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. You're learning, bitch. And so, like, what? Uh, yeah. What is this? Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't know where Nikki Cross comes into play. Um, Super Nikki, if she's still in play. Um, no, she had a match with uh, Alexa Alexa, Bliss. yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, they're both in the Money in the Bank match now. So, did they talk about their history at all during that match? Mm-mm. They didn't talk about Alexa and Nikki's history at all? Just a little bit, but it wasn't anything like... It wasn't really shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they had a good run together. They did. They did. So, interesting. Interesting. Yeah, you know, Rhea and Charlotte, it was, it was decent. It wasn't a WrestleMania match, but it was, it was cool. Um, yeah. That's really all I got. It kind of just was what it was. Oh, as far as I the, feel like they're hurting Rhea more with like what they're trying to do with her character. Because I, I find they don't even know what the fuck they're doing with their character. The show ain't Bianca Belair, is it? No, they yeah. know exactly what they're doing with Bianca, but they yeah. have no idea what the fuck they're doing with Rhea. No clue, no idea, man. Um, I was gonna say, as far as the table goes, it's that that is a delicate thing. It's one thing to slam someone because it's a slam, right? They didn't pick up a table and slap them with it. It was a slam. Versus that, was the, she, that was the lid. Yeah, but she took a weapon and smacked her with it. I, I feel I you, so, but I'm saying. I was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> I like, hear you. That, that, was, that was the co-main event, wasn't it? It was second to last. I wouldn't call it a co-main event, but yeah, it was second to well, last. Well, I mean, that's not meant, like, that's not meant, like yeah. second to last. Semi, semi-main. Shorter words. Yeah, semi-main. Yeah, I feel you. But uh, like, yeah, I watched that. Dude. I was so pissed. And like, got like halfway through the Hell in the Sun match, I was like, I don't even want to watch this anymore. <laughs> so pissed about the previous match. God damn it! That should have been a clean pin. I Foot got. On- I cleaned that. I turned that shit off and went to bed. Foot on the ropes or something. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, yeah. It must continue. Um, how you think? It, how you see it going? You think uh, we drag it to SummerSlam? You think Charlotte's missed Money in the Bank? Or end money in the bank at least. It's the only thing I was about to say. It's the only thing she hasn't won yet. <laughs> God damn it! it just ruined my guy's night, man. Fuck, man! I'm gonna turn this shit off. <laughs> I don't even want to watch anymore. I feel that. I feel that, man. Holy shit! 
Uh, that was WWE Hell in a Cell 2021. Uh, I mean, you know, solid thumbs up. Uh, yeah, in the in the up. middle, leading upward at the very least, it wasn't a, was not a bad show at all. Um, but these next two shows really, I think they hold a little more cachet with us, a little more weight. Uh, Money in the Bank 2021. But hey, you know what? Nah, I ain't gonna say that shit. For the last three years, I've been sitting there saying Money in the Bank is washed. The matches will be dope. The concept, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I mean, like I said, dog, the whole it could. Game could change once we get crowd back. I feel you. I hear you that. Know, like hopefully this crowd, like hopefully the crowds are ready to be fucking loud. Yeah, and to start dictating shit again. <laughs> I don't think they dictate shit. They just want to get themselves <laughs> over and just be obnoxious. But they're gonna be energetic. I tell you that. I tell you what. Yeah, what? I tell you what. So. Yeah, the Money Bank show, as we know, it'll be dope. The match will be entertaining. We'll see about the concept itself. But, of course, stick around. Uh, we will be, of course, covering that in, in, in a couple weeks. Um, Did Rey Mysterio get thrown off the roof last year? Yes. I mean, he didn't get like, thrown all, all the way off the roof, which should have happened. But they simulated Not just, not you... just because of, like, I don't have a problem with Ray, but somebody should have got tossed off that whole motherfucker. This is true. Somebody should have died. Somebody should have Halloween Black, Havoc '95. Yeah, yeah. You know, take, take, take a little break, couple weeks. Yo, Ray, Ray been through a lot. My man got thrown off a roof. He lost an eye. He got launched on that cage. Been getting beat the fuck up. Beat the fuck up. His, he jumped in his son's arms. Jeez. Beta. Beta. Big time. Golly. <laughs> beta, beta Mysterio. Right. Oh, my God. Duh. We got a full July coming up, man. No. Big time full. You you ready? <laughs> you go with it. You ready? I'm ready. No doubt, man. Because next week, we have the, uh, the prediction show of NXT Great American Bash. Uh, we're going to fill out some more of that card. Only two matches have been announced so far. We're going to fill out some more of that card. And then on the 14th is night one of AEW Fighter Fest. And then on July 21st is night two of AEW Fighter Fest. And then on July 28th is the annual AEW Fight for the Fallen show. They're bringing them back hard for Wednesdays. Back to back to back to back to back. Fuck. Yeah, man. Um, high key, we're going to have to figure this out because I'm actually going to be, uh, I got a, a huge summer summit meeting. I've worked it to where my flight will be uh, the day after we record. But one of the days of Fighter Fest is a night we, uh, is a night I have to watch it so we can get, it'll be a thing. We'll talk off mic. Uh, but. As you can always, you can rely on the hard camera to be there. Um, and maybe be square. I don't know how cool you think we are. Um, but at the very least, we're going to be there. Uh, but let's get it by there, man. We're going to wrap it up calling night. Big Ren, let them know how they can reach you on the social media is my guy. Got it, dog. Y'all motherfuckers can find me on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram at A motherfucker, A underscore M, A A. F H U C K A. 
And y'all can also find me on Snapchat at MoffedUp316, M-A-A-F-F-H-H-D-U-P-316. Check that shit out. I'm going to check that shit out, dog. And in the meantime, y'all can check me out on Twitter and the Instagrams at Desayuno. That's J-U-V-I-D-E-S-A-Y-U-N-O. Check us out on the show page. <clears throat> on Twitter and the Instagrams at the Hard Camera, live coverage, live tweets, live witticisms, live whatnot, here to forth, etc., and a little bit of things of that nature. But above all else, you listen to us on a variety of different platforms. Most of y'all listen on Spotify, but some of y'all listen on Anchor, some of y'all listen on Google Podcasts, some of y'all listen on Breaker, and some of y'all even listening on Radio Public. Shout to Australia and New Zealand and Uruguay and Germany and the United Kingdom and Brazil. Heartwarming content and Canada. And Canada. I could not I could not forget Canada, eh? Heartwarming content heartwarming content, heart building content. Content that will always be there. Sometimes we're gonna be square. Sometimes we're gonna be cubed. Content that will hopefully help us pay our bills. <laughs> I'm your guy, Juve. Here with my partner is always Big Win, the legendary, and together we are America's most wanted. We'll see y'all next week. But until next time, we'll see y'all next time. Adios, amigos. <sighs> Salute.